Hey everyone, my name is Olivia Manafo. I'm a senior account strategist over at SEMGeeks Digital Agency. I'm here today to walk you through a presentation I put together, um, touching on how we can adapt our project management practices in a new virtual workplace environment. I'm gonna start off by um, touching on some of the topics that I wanted to kind of bring light to as we are all in this new world of working from home, having virtual teams and learning how to communicate in a more virtual environment. Um, so some of the topics that I'm gonna to touch on today include navigating group calls, um, elevating your written and verbal communication skills, utilizing collaboration tools, redefining your routine and establishing rewards, and finally, exploring emotional intelligence. So I wanna start here by um, just walking through some tips to navigate group calls. Um, as we're accustomed to sometimes having group calls in the office um, or having a group meeting where you have a lot of body language cues to rely on when um, passing topic to topic to different um, people on the call, it's important to really prepare a little bit extra than you're used to um, when getting ready for a group call. So this is the outline that I've created that I like to follow um, as a project manager who typically is the controller in a larger group call. So obviously starting with writing the script for the call. Uh, agendas are your best friend. They're something that's gonna allow you to know what you need to talk about, make sure you don't forget anything, get everybody on the same page and allow the call to run seamlessly. So make sure that as you're preparing for a group call, there's never um, any ambiguity in your agenda and everyone has been briefed, received the agenda um, and is ready to take on those points. Um, in order to effectively utilize that agenda, you wanna make sure you're assigning roles to each portion. So um, I like to assign owners for each point. Um, in this way, I'm able to let the team know who is in charge of speaking to which agenda point. Um, that way there's no confusion and no awkward pauses on large group calls. Um, as the controller or project manager of a group call, you wanna make sure you're not only um, running the transitions between each point, but you're also controlling the narrative. And what that means is steering the conversation in a way that allows you to achieve and get the takeaways that you set out to, to find. So if you're doing a kickoff call, let's say, for example, and the, the takeaway that you're hoping to gather is, you know, I need to gather XYZ asset, um, I need to understand your your goal or your intention behind a certain deliverable that was requested um, for that call. And um, really predicting the ending, my last point here is, is really knowing what you wanna get out of that call before you actually um, hop on. So by preparing a predetermined ideal outcome, you're actually setting yourself up to have a more productive call. Um, elevating your written and verbal communication skills is something that is a new challenge for everybody now that we don't have that body language component to fall back on as we walk through um, any of our meetings or calls in a remote workplace. So uh, a couple of ways that you can work on elevating these skills um, include holding yourself accountable. So um, what I mean by this is practicing um, some professional email etiquette in your written communication. 
um, leaving yourself a paper trail for um, reference to fall back on if you um, need to remember or recall an old conversation. Um, holding yourself accountable via email. Really what I mean by that is allowing yourself to, um, to really structure your emails in a way that um, holds yourself, your team accountable for your own next steps, as well as holding your clients accountable for what you may need for them. Um, so regardless of your role, if you're a project manager or a team member, it's important to always remember um, that you need to give your clients a, a good call out for uh, what you want from them in the next step. So the way I like to structure my emails is um, you start off with your introduction. This is what you know we're going to be discussing. Um, you bullet out any points that you would like to call attention to, and then you close with a call to action for your client of, can you please send me X or can you please let me know when your schedule is open for you know a call to discuss the above. Um, all of those things will allow you and uh, your team to hold yourselves accountable for what needs to happen, um, you know, following that email. Um, secondly, reiterating um, things back in your own words will allow you to kind of um, absorb them and retain them a lot longer. So what that means is repeating things back in your own words um, when somebody gives you a direction or a question. Um, as a project manager, we receive a lot of requests and a lot of um, questions from our clients that might not necessarily always be 100% clear. So what I like to practice is always reiterating um, how I interpret that request back to them. That way it'll uncover any ambiguity, it'll uncover any gaps that they may have forgotten to mention in their original request, and it will allow me to um, get the direction as clear as possible out to my team without having to go back and forth between them and the client um, a second time. Um, finally, elaborating in your communication, um, being as thorough and detailed as possible uh, will really help avoid any confusion, um, allowing this, this new world of communicating via email or uh, via a Skype call. You want to be thorough and detailed. You don't want to leave any room for confusion because we don't have the luxury of uh, walking up to somebody's desk to clarify something if something wasn't clear the first time. Um, using collaboration tools, um, most companies and most teams do already use a lot of these, but I wanted to share some of the ways in which I use um, the G Suite um, functionality to manage my teams. So Google Hangouts is great for quick, uh, quick bites of info with your team, group chats for any uh, group projects or any larger teams, departments, allowing a group chat to, you know, communicate and uh, see a record of all of the, the comments that have been made allows for some quick and easy communication. Um, I also use Google Hangouts for debrief calls. So if I have a, um, a longer call with a client and the takeaways or next steps might not have been abundantly clear, I like to uh, ask that my group chat team does a quick five minute debrief call via Google Hangouts um, just to get everyone back on the same page. Um, sharing Google calendars um, is a great way to just be aware of what your team is working on, um, who already has things scheduled for the day. That way, if you're aware of somebody else's schedule, you can more um, considerately plan for the week. Um, and then using Google Sheets, I like to use uh, the comment section in Google Sheets pretty frequently when project managing with both my team and my clients. 
Um, many people are familiar with G Suite and being able to use the functionality where you type in the at symbol, um, tag somebody's name, that will allow Google to uh, send a notification to that person's inbox that they have been assigned to look at a comment on a sheet. Um, so my clients and I like to collaborate on, um, you know, building content out, things like um, collaborating on a website navigation flow. All those things are great to be used in Google Sheets because um, any edits, obviously, they um, they save in real time, which is great for both you, your client and your team to know, you know, the most recent version of whatever project you're working on. So as we're working from home, we are also needing to redefine our day-to-day -day routine. Um, and I think it's important to establish a reward system for yourself and for your team as a project manager. So um, our day-to-day -day used to be, you know, wake up, drive to the office, go to your desk, whatever the case may be, um, you pretty much have to throw that out the window and start fresh with this new normal. So allow yourself to embrace that. Um, find yourself a new workstation at home. Uh, really set yourself up for success with a place that you feel comfortable, a place that you can report to every day. Having a routine will incre increase your productivity and it will help um, get you in the zone when you're uh, waking up for work. Um, a second point that is great to uh, to practice, whether you're a project manager or just uh, working on a team for a project, you wanna motivate yourself and your team to hit your milestones. So if you reached a goal, whether it was a personal or a team goal, reward yourself with something you know you can look forward to. Um, for myself, I like to reward myself with a quick 10 to 15 minute walk um, around the block if if I finished, at, uh, finished out a big task or completed a long call. Um, it really helps me to just refresh uh, get recentered and jump back into work uh, with a fresh mind. Um, and if you are working on a team, make sure you're praising them, giving them the recognition that they deserve when they've reached a milestone as well. Um, finally, avoiding burnout. Burnout happens whether you're working remote or in the office, but it's especially challenging when you're working remotely because you don't have the motivation of uh, your colleagues around you to kind of keep you going. So make sure you pencil in lunch for yourself. Make sure you give yourself that time to have to yourself. That way you're not burning yourself out trying to go eight hours straight throughout the day. Um, another great tip that I like to do is scheduling brainstorm calls with my team. So if I'm feeling the need to kind of bounce my ideas off of somebody or if I just would like a fresh perspective on something, um, I'll ask, you know, someone in my department or somebody on the team of the project I'm working on if we could hop on a quick five, 10 minute brainstorming call. It really helps keep the collaboration flowing and it kind of gives you the feel of being in the office and kind of chatting to the person next to you. Um, my last slide here is uh, just exploring emotional intelligence. So as we have a little bit more time to ourselves now that we're working from home, um, a really great thing to, to take on is doing some introspection and learning a little bit more about yourself. As a project manager or as an account manager, um, communication is vital. You need to be able to be in touch with yourself and in touch with the people around you to make sure that you are communicating effectively. So what I would like to um, show everyone here is just a couple of tests that I've uncovered um, on psychology today. So I'm gonna open up here this emotional intelligence test. 
It's a quick 45-minute um, self-reflection test that will allow you to learn a lot about um, aspects of your emotional intelligence, meaning how you uh, how you kind of are in touch with yourself and how you're in touch with others around you. So it's a free test that you can take in 45 minutes, and you will learn a lot. Um, a second test that I linked out here is about your interpersonal communication skills. So this is an even faster test that you can take, a quick 10 minute. It really gives you some insights into uh, where your strengths and weaknesses lie in communication. So interpersonal skills are something that every uh, employee should continue to strive to improve every single day. And these tests will really expose where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are. And that'll allow you to grow. The more you improve your interpersonal and your um, emotional intelligence skills, the more you can improve your value and the value that you bring to the role that you're in. So that is all that I had for my presentation today. I hope that some of these tips will help you to adapt your project management skills um, as we navigate this new world of virtual working. Um, hope to talk to everybody again soon. Thanks.